Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. As the seasons are transitioning, as we are having vacation envy and kind of doing that daydreaming thing, we cannot forget that, you know, the the homes that we're in right now, the environments that we do live in right now, really, really do make a difference, right, in our lives and our ability to travel. So I want to kind of share with you really quickly before we jump into today's guest, um, kind of about the products that I've been working with. And I'm not trying to sell you anything, but I did want to share some products with you because I don't work with just every brand out there. I personally use the brands and I personally vet the brands that I speak of so highly to you. So I'm just going to name a couple, but if you're curious and if you're interested in finding out more, please head on over to justbeinghonest.com. Remember, being has no G and uh, click on the shop page. You can certainly find everything, probably everything that you're looking for. Um, But I did want to kind of jump into one of the things that I love so much right now is when we talk about vacations and flying around, flight food, right? This is a hydration pack, okay? You know when you travel a long time and you feel so dehydrated. So it's almost like that little zest, that little sugary, salty pack that you put in there, probably not so much sugar, but salt pack that you put in there, that hydration fuel. And I want to give you guys 10% off by using code honest. Okay. Um, another thing I want to jump into really quickly is the plant-based milks by Joy, J-O-I. I want you to add a little more, more joy into your life. I'm really, really loving the oat milk out there. Again, so simple to fly around the world with because it is a dried powder. Yeah, and you can also use it to cook. So you just literally put a couple tablespoons into your high-speed power blender, your mixer, add some water to it, and like literally you've got milk, plant-based milk, in seconds. So you're going to want to check that out as well on my shop page. The links are all right there, and you'll get... 10% off that brand as well using Honest KB. Um, Another thing that I love so much, I want to give you 20% off um, using code HONESTKB20 is the brand Three Ships Beauty. We had one of the founders, Connie Lowe, on the show um, just a couple episodes ago. Did you hear that rhyme? Pretty freaking awesome. I mean, I did not rehearse that. But I really want you to look closer at Three Ships Beauty's formula. Because you'll find that the all-natural, 100% plant-derived ingredients are something that you've been wanting to look look for and you've wanted to feel on your skin, right? Your skin is so integral to, you know, your health as well. What you put on your body goes into your body. You know, these are selected for their clinically proven performance and skin-loving qualities. So I want you to choose nothing else. Less, never 
felt so more. Okay, you'll get 20% off by using code HONESTKB20 over at 3 Ships Beauty. And sometimes, yeah, I know, the birds and the bees, right. But my throat tickles a little bit um, from the dry air. And I'm always afraid that like, oh my God, God forbid that I would be getting sick, right? So I try to keep my defenses up using my Beekeepers Naturals. And one of the products I love so much is the Propolis Throat Spray. They are over at Beekeepers Naturals creating cleaner alternatives to the traditional medicine cabinet. And I love that so much. They're merging modern science with natural medicine to prove that clean medicine can actually work. And yes, it can. So if like me, you want your throat spray, your propolis throat immunity spray, head on over to Beekeepers Naturals and get 20% off with code HONEST20. Um, one more thing that I kind of want to toot out there really fast is the botanical bones. You know I love my girl Poppy. You know I love my girl Harley. My dogs are everything to me in my life. So I want to share the um, holistic dog bones, the dog treats that I love and my girls love so much by giving you 10% off using code HONEST10. So head on over there, get 10% off. They have ashwagandha, chia, peanut butter, uh, chaga, reishi, all those amazing adaptogenic potions that you use probably yourself within this little dog treat. And guess what? The coolest thing, if you don't have cookies in your house, you can eat them too. What? I didn't say it, but I said it. (laughs) Um, So head on over there. Honest 10 for 10% off. All right. I'm going to be quiet now because all of the other products that I love and support so much are over on my shop page at justbeinghonest.com. We've got everything from organic bedding to CBDs to cleaning products by Branch Basics, all the things. So head on over there. And without further ado, let's jump into today's guest. Ciao. Cheerio, kids. Um, Yeah, it's me. It's KB. I'm back. I'm back for more. You better believe it. Okay, let's just take a deep breath. We're going to take many deep breaths <laughs> during this episode. Yeah, here we are at the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor, KB, your mindset coach. So let's think in the positive. That's what I'm going to say. We're all doing okay. Everyone's okay. We're all good, right? Um, okay, so we are literally, if you're listening to this episode right here, right now, we are in the peak of Mercury retrograde. So if there's some kerfuffles, some little ruffling of the feathers, some little irking, urkling, or urklers of your pickles going on, um, that's why. Yeah, whether you like to believe it or not, I don't know why this is happening, but it is. So a couple of great stories for you. Just, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're dropping things a lot, right? Maybe you're dropping things. Have you been running into things? Maybe bruising your legs on couches, falling off the bed by, who knows, climbing onto bed in the dark and then just falling off? That may or may not have been me. I don't know. Um, Another thing. I'm not proud to share this, but I'm going to share it because y'all will get it. Um, 
blueberries, berries in general right now, not like that cheap, okay? So when you buy a little golden blue nugget, right, you know that basically one of those blueberries, one of those organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free, ethically sourced blueberries is like $2, $2.50 each, right? So you will cherish each blueberry that you get. So I went to the store after my swim practice the other day and I'm like, yes, fresh blueberries for breakfast, right? Blueberries, strawberries, all the things. Getting out of the car, of course, me, if you know me, I have a bazillion and one of things to take out of the car. And yes, I try to do it in one trip. You know where this is going. So try to carry my bag, all of my drinks that I have, my matcha tea, my giant water bottle, the other water bottle that I seem to have with me, and then the blueberries, right? Oops. (laughs) Blueberries literally fly out of my hands. The whole container on the ground, it was like slow motion. And I was like, no. The blueberries like crash onto the driveway. Splatter all around. Okay, not splatter, but just trickle about, right? Start rolling about the driveway. I'm like, no. I stand there for just a moment, just inspecting each little blue. And I'm like, okay, there's no catastrophe. They're all in one piece. And I thought to myself, man, that was $6 that I just spent on this tiny little pint of blueberries. Gone, right? But then I thought to myself, no one's out here. No one's watching me. Hmm, they come from nature anyways, right? They're organic. So yes, yes, you guessed right. I got down on my hands and knees and I picked every single blueberry back up, put them back in their container like nothing happened. And I am consuming them. Because what? You just need to wash them off, right? All right, don't at me. Don't judge me. I'm just being honest. (laughs) Okay? Anyways, so that's just kind of how things have been going lately. But I'm good. Everything is great. Everything is just hunky-dory. How are you in your world? Okay, so if you need a little bit of support, that is perfect because we have a great guest on the show today. Um, I'm actually in the beginning of this show will kind of tell another incident that happened in regards to Mercury retrograde and me trying to actually start the interview. Well, that's a fun journey that was. Talk about heart palpitations. Thank God I did my meditation today. But our next guest for this episode is one of the most magical creators of a new app that you are going to want to download ASAP. It's an app that basically you download, but it doesn't make money off of you wasting your time. You're actually, you know, putting forth great energy on this app. You know, you're learning things. You're becoming part of a community. You're becoming more spiritually grounded in your faith and in just in the astrological or physical metaphysical world, right? Um, you're, you're learning that breath work. You're learning how to deal with hard things in your life, right? You're learning from healers and professionals out there in the wellness world. So 
I'm proud to say that I will be teaching a course on this app. It's called the Saged app. And we have the founder and the creator. She's a beautiful light and a Gemini, may I add. And Julia Monk is on the show. So without further ado, guys, I wish you all well. Don't forget to wash the blueberries that you pick up off the driveway, but they still taste just the same. All right, on to the show. We're diving in deep. Hello, welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and your mindset coach, KB, here in the house. I'm ready to play. Mercury gods, come at me. Go for it again. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, So I had to preempt this, and I'm sure I'll say it again and again and again, but in order to have this interview today... I was really battling with the celestial gods here. So um, it's actually quite fitting that we have the guest on that we have on today because I was at my office just about to start the podcast interview and all of a sudden, bing, I have no internet connection. That big red sign that pops up that says, no internet connection with the exclamation mark and you're like what the f and then when you go to the other location you're like driving as fast as you can and then of course there's like road work ahead and then the slowest car in front of you and then someone's running across the street and you're like what you think you're a pedestrian and you have the right of way right now anyways a lot of giggles but y'all understand so let's as a collective whole take a deep breath Because we are here and we are just being honest. So, my next guest today, as I said before, it was so fitting. Um, And by the way, background noise may be possible. Poppy Girl is with me and she is just clumping around. Um, But our next guest today is the founder and the creator of the Saged app. So if you haven't heard about the Saged app Well, you're going to hear a little bit more about it now. If you've had time to play on it, you're probably like eyes wide open right now. Like, yes, we get to hear all the back behind scenes from it. Um, If you're in anything that I like to call quote unquote woo woo, this is the show for you. So without further ado, I'm not going to do the intro. I'm going to let our guest, Julia Monk, share a little bit about herself, about how she came about creating this wonderful tool. Julia, welcome to the show. Thank you, my dear. So, so awesome to be here. And sorry about your wrestling with the mercury. <laughs> it's it so bad right now. Oh my God, it's crazy. I yeah. Mean, it's crazy. It's wild. I've been trying to book our summer vacation and it's, it doesn't work. You know, it's like, oh, the ticket got canceled. Well, the thing is, and I, there's no flow. Like the flow is really hard to find. So it's just an invitation to like step back and chill, right? So that's what we always should remember. It's like, it's going to be fine. You don't have to do it right now. Yeah, exactly. It's going to yeah. be fine. We don't have to do it right now. We have to take a deep breath. We have to slow down or else what? We'll run into things. We'll get bruises. We'll, you know, all the things. So try try to book those vacations next week. But, That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Out. Holding out. All right. So I want to kind of just jump back before we jump forward. I want to jump back and ask you, Julia, what was your childhood upbringing? Before you tell us anything about, you know, business and collaborations of that sort, what was your childhood upbringing like? 
Oh, it was very free. I'm from Sweden. Mm. I'm born and raised in Sweden, um, which I like to call a feminist country. Mm. So my upbringing was pretty awesome uh, in that sense. I pretty, you know, privileged in the way that Sweden is, you know, it's a socialist country and it's not a lot of uh, difference between rich and poor. Everybody's sort of like even Stephen. Everybody has the same rights and access to great education. Hey, university is free. Healthcare is free. There's like not a whole lot of worry or stress around being a citizen in that country. And that was my experience. That's what I was born into, which was really, really freeing in a lot of ways because there was never like a lot of worry going on about how, is, how are we going to live? How are we going to survive? So I would say, you know, it was a very um, comfortable place to, to grow up. Um, I come from a family of academia, academia people, like, you know, there are a lot of um, smart people in my family. <laughs> and so it was, uh, it was a real privilege to be, um, to be growing up there. My, um, Lucy, yeah, what else do we want to know about my child? There's so much to say about it. It was really sweet, even though my parents had like the worst divorce on the planet, like World War Three. Um, we still prevailed and have really healthy relationships now. Um, so that was also a be beautiful, beautiful way. I have lot, I have a one complete sibling and I have lots of half and step siblings. So it's a very like modern family, which wow. is, which is really fun and nice. You know, my youngest sister is like 23 years younger than me. And, and I have yeah, a stepsister in South Africa with two adopted kids. And it's like, we're all over and we're all ages. And it's, it's really amazing. Um, and so I'm, I feel really, really fortunate and blessed about my, my upbringing. Mm. I mean, that's beautiful. So for one thing, like, I know a couple people from Sweden and it's just like, what a breathtaking, like economy for one thing, what a breathtaking, like society, you know? Um, but moving on from that, you know, your childhood upbringing seemed like you had a lot of things coming at you like this way and that way all over the place. And it seems as though I know we were talking about, you know, planetary actions just a moment ago, Saturn return being one of those. But you know, you you went into a career later in life. Um, I remember learning a little bit about you and you were a game designer and a developer yes. by trade. Um, tell us a little bit about that and how you kind of, or why maybe you had to pivot from that like <laughs> rise and grind, you know, mentality or lifestyle. Yeah, totally. I mean, so I'm very joy driven. Like I really tend to put my energy, I'm a Gemini. Like I like to go where it's fun. Like I'm air, I like to go where it's fun, where it's flow and so on. And for me, picking a career after university was really about like, what in the world am I going to spend my time doing? Like I, I was studying, I got, an, I have an MBA and I didn't want to become an accountant. I did everything just felt boring, you know, in terms of like what was offered to me, but I really liked to play games and that's something I was doing in my spare time. So when I was writing my thesis, I actually ended up writing for a game developer company in Sweden. And I'm like, yes, this is great. Like, this is a lot of fun. And that sort of took me a trajectory of, of a career in, in the video games industry. And it was amazing. It was everything I ever wanted. Like, it was a creative, lots of quirky people, lots of fun things to do. And it was extremely joy-driven for me. And I quickly, I was, and I was pretty good at it. I quickly rose to the ranks. I was a game designer, producer, VP of product and marketing at the very end of it. But somewhere around, um, and also, you know, we'll talk about the Saturn return a little later also, but that was 
very important moment also. But I would say uh, even after the Saturn return, there came a point in my life, you know, I was like at the end of my 30s and I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this has been joy, 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 but I just, just no, I'm done. I don't, I don't see the joy in this. I, what's this for? What's my legacy? I have like two young children. I'm like, is this it? Like, oh, my mom is like a game designer. And like, that's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough that she made it in a male dominated world. Like, no, that's not enough. There needs to be something else that I can provide with the, the chops that I have in tech and, and product design and all that. And at the same time, I was also going through very much of a spiritual awakening myself, where it's just like, whoa, like big openings, like, holy smokes, like there's so much in the unseen and there's so much that we don't know. And we think we need to live life in a particular way, but we don't. And it was like this whole like unraveling of just, holy smokes, maybe everything I thought that I needed to, to have on paper, like I actually have it. Like, oh, the husband, the kids, the career, the whatever's and the whatever's community. But it's like, that's not fulfilling. Like, that's not it. Like there's still something else that's yearning to, to be born or like, like be given importance in my life. So that was sort of the time where I'm like, well, you know what, I think I can do something different with my time and something different, like, like really understanding my purpose on the planet. It's not just creating, it's not just creating games for people to escape but rather how can I take the, the chops that I have and create tools for people to really deepening in with themselves and being more present with themselves in this life. Mm. So for me, that was sort of like, let's try to do that. That would be more fun. And that's sort of the idea that Sage was born from. It's just like, how can we use the technology that's available, but design like an antithesis to the social media, to whatever, to games that's sort of designed to steal your time. The more time we steal, the more money we're going to make, right? It's like, how about designing something that's short, precise, but gives you, packs such a punch that you actually make a, like a difference in somebody's trajectory in their life. So that was sort of the, the overarching thesis of like, this is why we want to build Sage. Um, and it's so fun. Like it's, you know, we're on our third year as a business now. And it started off, you know, I was still doing the video games and all that stuff as well. And I was sort of doing Sage as a side hustle, um, just to sort of see like, can we even, does anybody want this? Like, I don't know, like, it's so different, you know, let's see, you know, if there's an audience for this. And thankfully there was, thankfully there was a lot of people that sort of it really gravitated towards what we were doing. I would say every time I was about to sort of give up or like, it's too much, like raising a family, doing my VP job at the gaming stuff and like doing this on the side, it's just like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? But every time I had doubt, I swear, like I got an email or a review that said like, this app is life-changing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, oh my God, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. And it's been, it's been so fulfilling, like for me, for the team, now that we have a team, like a large team, uh, to just constantly be be getting the feedback of actually, you know, helping oh. people, making changes, uh, living a better life. So it's been it's been really fun. So now you know, year three, we're actual like company with a team and people and lots of fun stuff going on, constantly evolving, constantly growing and changing. So it's been good. <laughs> yeah, which is so unheard. I mean, seriously, it's very rare that an app. Um, I guess you could say just like thrives 
that yeah, quickly it's hard it's hard it's hard yeah. work yeah there's so many apps there's it's really hard to to break through break through anything you know um so yes we feel really 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 lucky you know and look it's not like oh the best app that was ever designed like you know like we're still it's work in progress as it should be so it's constantly evolving constantly changing hey what if we try this what if we try that but there's really nice to see like there's people who's been with us for three years and now once you have that you're like wow that's great like you know it's not just an app that you were used for a week and then you tossed it and you forgot about it so there's actually continuation and it's like mm. people still with us so that that feels really uh, encouraging for us oh my gosh I, I you know i love always how to see you know like how these apps and how they do evolve over time how they do update themselves you know but going back to that subject of the Saturn return just kind of can we get into yours a little bit oh yeah oh that was juicy (laughs) so juicy uh I mean this was like I would say it hit me sort of my pre-spiritual years I would say I was very spiritual as a a young child I like my family was like non-religious like they were like atheists they were like hipsters back in the 70s whatever like they did not believe in God I had like some notion of like, oh yeah, spirituality is important, but I kind of t- tabled that until later. Like, so when Saturn Return hit me, I was like living a pretty good life. You know, I had my, I lived in Stockholm. I had my gaming job. I was doing really well as a game studio manager and had a lot of responsibility. I was like the youngest that I ever had that kind of role, like cool. And I had this <laughs> relationship uh, that had been going for like seven years. We lived together. It was awesome. And then freaking everything fell apart. Everything fell apart. Mm. Oh, the job. Oh, yeah, there was the dot-com crash. Oh, the job went away. I'm like, shit. Okay, no, all right, that's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And then my boyfriend, like, oh, I met somebody else. I'm like, Jesus, dang it. Okay, so he went away. And then I'm like, I moved out and moved back to my mom's house. Uh, it was kind of cute. My brother also broke up with her, his girlfriend. So we both moved back to mom and we're like, you know, he was like four years old in the like Coming back to the, the empty nest, just like, wait, what were you doing? Two, two kids again? What happened? And then I had this apartment lined up in Stockholm. I was going to get them. Okay, at least I'll, I'll just start over. I have my apartment. It's going to be great. Then the freaking apartment fell through and I'm like, yeah what is happening? Like it's every door that I felt was like a no brainer. That's open for me. That's available for me. Like everything shut. And I was just like, what in the world is going on? And then, uh, as the angel that she is my oldest friend, we've been besties since kindergarten. And she gave me a ring. She she's had just moved to San Francisco. She's like, just get it. Can you just come visit? Like, it's not like you have a job or anything. Like you could come. I'm like, you're right. I could. And so I came to San Francisco to sort of just find my, you know, footing again. And I never left. I never left because when I came here, everything just started flowing again. It's like, oh, wow, how exciting, how expansive, Mm. how fun. Like everything was just like showing me, like all the doors just opened, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. I just needed to make a transatlantic move. And there was so much that had to fall apart and fall away from my life for me to actually dare to take the step. So that for me was a big lesson is just like, 
it, you know, and if I had known that back then, I probably would have been, have had it been less traumatic for me. I would probably be a little bit more excited about like, ooh, I wonder which door is actually going to open. But during that, my felt experience during my Saturn return was a lot of like pain and suffering because I'm like, oh, my love and my job and my this and blah, 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 poor me, rather than like, oh, it wasn't meant for me. I wasn't supposed to be in that situation anymore. Like the universe is trying to offer me a different thing. So now in hindsight, I look back at that. I'm like, wow, I wish. And this is something I hope for everybody who's going through a Saturn return or, or any like trauma, you know, of course, we can't just go like, oh, whatever, trauma's fine. We're just looking for open doors. So like, no, but it's there's certain things, especially things like, oh, that job went away or that friend went away or whatever it is. So that maybe it's an invitation rather than a loss. So maybe that's an invitation to something else. And sort of flipping, flipping it a little on its head on that, so not sort of being too much um, uh, mourning or sadness around those kinds of things. Um, and that's something I'm just trying to instill. It's everybody I meet is going through that. Like maybe just maybe flip it. Maybe it's an invitation. Maybe it's an opening for something different. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with, with with you more. But you know, it goes back to the like: Are you awakened? Are you are your eyes wide open? Are you conscious of this invitation that's coming towards you? You know, do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, so. You know, I believe all those things, yeah, they certainly did happen for a reason, whether you liked it or whether it was painful or not. I mean, they made you stronger. They made you kind of like put your head down and grind forward and say like, this is the next step to take and what a beautiful step it was. So moving on to that, um, we were kind of briefly covering about, you know, like rituals or just like chaos and stuff. And I do want to know, like you live in a very... Uh, competitive, chaotic uh, world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some daily rituals that you actually practice yourself that help you stay grounded? Yeah, no, I mean, and I'd say Sage is all about the daily rituals, right? So like doing something every day that grounds you, connects you, opens up your, your, your channel, that's really what it's all about. So yeah, daily rituals are huge. I have I have many. <laughs> and you know, just one thing I did before I hopped on this call was uh, anointing myself. So I have like, you know, you can use essential oils, you can even use water, you could do, use whatever you want. But I love to like anoint myself sometimes several times a day, just to sort of bring presence to myself, bring presence to my, like acknowledging my own presence here on the earth, acknowledging my own divinity acknowledging my chakra points. Um, for me, that's a really great way to get centered and grounded. And so the way I do it is basically you can take essential oil or whatever you have, if something that smells nice or just water, if you're sensitive to, to smells, I take a little bit in the palm of my hand and then I touch different chakra points on my body. So I start with the, the crown chakra, which is at the top of your head. And I like to just like think about calling in my uh, my higher self and my spirit guides by touching the crown chakra. Then I move to the third eye and just like tapping my third eye, allowing the third eye to help me see better, see more clearly, see visions of, you know, what my next steps should be. Then I touch my throat chakra, which is right on the throat, and just, you know, make everything I say, you know, be of the truth, be truth to me, be truth to others as well. Um, that's an important one. And then I go down to the heart, the top of the heart, and just 
opening up my heart to to love everybody and everything. Love is universal. I love everything. I love everybody. Then I touch my solar plexus uh, and just invite my my power to be present. This is your power center. And then your sacral area, just like this is the birthplace of new ideas. I'm going to activate this area of new ideas and that is in. And then your root chakra, so you can touch yourself on the butt or wherever you're comfortable <laughs> touching yourself. And then just invite in connection to the earth. It's like, this is my root. I'm connecting. I'm consciously connected to the earth. And doing that, just it's like, okay, we're here. We're rooted. All the points are open. Okay, great. Like, let's go. Let's go connect. Let's go do some work. Let's do whatever. So that... That was a daily ritual, sometimes multiple times a day that I that I love to do. Um, I have I do like to meditate. You know, I, I have meditation practice. I'm not like the hour long meditator. Like it doesn't flow with my schedule. I and again, I'm Gemini. I'm like fast and like I can't do that for too long. So I would do shorter stints. And what I like to do is also something I call meditation plus, which is like it's a tool not so much just like sitting in silence and trying to clear your head. It's a great start to do that. Just doing that in itself is amazing. But there is this practice that I really like, which is about um, calling in higher guidance. Mm. And um, it's a visualization. If you want, I can talk you through it. It's yes. just like a two-minute thing. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. So basically, you take a few cleansing breaths. <sighs> close your eyes and then you visualize in front of you a table it could be any table it could be a dinner table it could be a coffee table a desk whatever table that wants to come forward just say like you know i visualize a table and see whichever one comes up for you once you have your table you invite people to come sit at this table but not anybody only people who really love you are invited to sit down at this table with you. And you will see people come and have a seat at the table. And this might be people that you know, some of them you might not even know. They could be people who are alive today or people who have passed on. Uh, they could be higher beings from, from anywhere, you know, but all that they have in common is that they love you and they're now seated at the table with you. And then you ask your higher self. So you imagine your higher self, you know, somewhere, you know, up, up above, up above the earth, looking down at you. You acknowledge your higher self and say, like, hi, higher self. Uh, welcome. Do you love me? And the higher self says, yes, I love you. And you can feel sort of the rush of love coming from the higher self into your body. And then you ask the people who are still sitting around the table, you ask them the same question. Do you love me? And they all say yes. And you can feel the wave of love that comes to you from this group of people as well. And lastly, you connect with, you can call it source, God, your highest self, the higher power, whatever it is, but the universal force that is all creation. And you connect with this source. And it's the same question. Do you love me? And you feel the love rush through your body, feeling like every, every part, every inch of your body is just filled with love, radiating from the people in your life or in your surroundings that love you, from your own higher self, from creation itself. 
you're steeped in love. And now we are sitting with this beautiful, yummy feeling of love. The next question you ask is, what should I do next? And then you listen to all the people around the table, they, whatever guidance they have for you. You take a moment to just soak that in. And if your higher self or creation has any messages for you, just let them come through. And there's no, you don't have to judge or think about too much about what exactly they're saying, but just listen, just listen. Try to put your ego out of it and just listen to what they have to say. And then when you feel like you're complete, that everybody had their say, you share gratitude, gratitude for everybody who showed up for you today, gratitude for your higher self, gratitude to your creation, and you open your eyes. And for me, it's a powerful, powerful way to not just like, I love the sort of love wave that comes from all these places from around you, from above you, but also how beautiful this is to actually get guidance when you are in that place of love. Mm. So there is this author, um, Lisa Miller, she's a PhD. She wrote a book called Awakened Brain. And this is one of the tools that she, she uses a lot. And her whole spiel is around spirituality and depression. How if you have a core spiritual practice, you are actually protected more from depression than people who don't have it. So it's clinically proven, like this is just how it is. So she's rolling out all these different tools that are available then to make sure that people make decisions and do practices that sort of connect them more on a spiritual level to themselves and to, to others. And this particular one that she shares is something that she has the U.S. Army like commanders do so that their decision-making comes from a really good place because it's so crucial. Mm. So it's like a beautiful tool, both for you and your spirit guides and whatever, but like something that can really be applied in so many different ways, even up to the US Army. Like it's, yeah. So that's one of my favorite practices and I do it almost every day. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful, Julia. Thank you for sharing that. I really, really enjoyed it. I was kind of like in another land as you were doing that, but it was like, oh my gosh. I was like, here we go. Here we go. We're going up. We're going back. But it's so true. You know, you you mentioned that, you know, a lot of people, when they do have things such as, and we'll jump into this very quickly, but, you know, mental health is such an important topic to me. And, you know, me being a toxic-free lifestyle advisor, like in mindset coach, like it is a lot of the things go into your mind or what you put in your body or you surround yourself with, you know. So like using your tools like the Sage to app, you know, you know, using the tools on there that is provided like breath work or rituals, you know, seasonal rituals, right? Honoring the sun, the moon, all the, the phases, right? The change of the season, self-care tools, guided meditations, you know, the community groups that are on there, sound healing, how profound frequency resonance, you know, that those ambient sounds are, you know, and just like just gathering together and listening and learning something new, right? That's what the Sage app is all about. And it's not about wasting your time so the big corporations can make money off of you wasting your time. But it's really about, you know, you taking what you learned on the Sage app and turning it off and actually taking it out into the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, oh my gosh. That was awesome. Is there anything else that you want to kind of like share with us about the app or about your lifestyle that has kind of helped you kind of like cultivate a balance between the digital tech world and just staying grounded? 
Yeah, I mean, I think creating that balance when you're on and when you're off, really creating times when you step away from technology has been really helpful for me and something that I deeply practice. I just came back from a trip in Peru where I walked the Inca Trail and there was just like no reception for five days. I didn't, I used my camera for pictures, but that's it, you know? And oh my gosh, it was to like deeply just cleanse from from technology and like where we were walking there also no like uh you know electrical poles there was like nothing you're just free in nature unbothered by anything that's tugging on you that i highly recommend to anybody but a little bit of like hygiene when it comes to your phone like my oldest kid she just got her first phone she's like almost 13 and it's like really like how do you have a good hygiene around your devices it's like you don't need it you don't need it to be lying in front of you all the time so like put it somewhere where you can't see it out of sight out of mind for like most of the hours of the day and then to be conscious about okay i'm going to use my device now and especially outside of working hours right it's like you don't need it um so that's something that's really important to me to really put that away and like also turn off the um the wi-fi and like all those stuff during nighttime so that you don't have unnecessary radiation like bombarding your body i would also say wear um uh the obsidian bracelets and stuff like that also for radiation and things just to sort of protect yourself because tech of course it irradiates shit like it does so be mindful of that and just like only use it when you need it and be very productive when you're on it and then tuck it away nice and nice and easy so that's really important um in terms of yeah for a toxic free lifestyle around devices hugely important um yeah oh my gosh i have to actually it just reminds me i need to go pick up an obsidian bracelet i was like ding i'm doing that on the way home for sure um well i love this i just love this i can't wait to get on so I can get off. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, wow, I could keep going on and on and I know we're almost out of time, but where can everyone find you and kind of get involved? Yeah, in Sage, of course. Sage so download Sage from your app store. So you can just open your app store and your iOS or your iPhone or your Google phone or whatever you have, just type in S A G E D. You'll find the app there. It's free to download. <clears throat> There's a bunch of stuff to do that are free every day. If you want to go deeper, there is a premium uh, subscription. It's optional. Um, it's awesome. Just saying. So like what you get for premium, you are invited to moon ceremonies. So we do live new moon and full moon ceremonies. We also have awesome teachers to come on the platform and teach about anything from like Akashic records to astrology to healing, sound healing events. We do Reiki healing on you and a whole bunch of amazing things. So we have master classes and journeys. It's like shock full of tools and resources for you. And the good news is that we curate everything. So you don't have like to try to search and find something like everything's curated to the energy of the day. And we use the Western Zodiac to sort of understand like, okay, the, we're in this sun sign, we're in this moon, like the moon is in that sign right now. So what does that mean? What elements does that evoke in you? And then we have handcrafted rituals based on the energy of the day. So that you can just take the thinking out of it and just come and actually do rituals and uh, affirmations that really gel with you. And that takes advantage of today's energy. Mm. Um, we also recently launched something that I'm very excited about that are monthly uh, subscription boxes. Mm. So sort of bridging the virtual that's in the app with all the rituals and all the good stuff there into actual items that are then sent to your home. 
Um, we focus a lot of altar items. So we also have a bespoke ritual for all the items that come inside the box. It's kind of like a ritual in the box. It's like pretty nifty. And those are so beautiful. And you know, there are there are other like rich like boxes out there, but I would say this is the highest quality. Everything's like US made, locally sourced, organic, handcrafted, like top-notch quality items. So it's really fun to curate these boxes. So you can check those out as well. It's on sagedshop.com. Um, yeah, and they're 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 awesome. The same. Oh my gosh. I am so in on all of this. I can't wait to snoop later. I can't wait to get my box. And um, I can't wait to talk to you more, Julia, off the mic, um, because I, whenever I do these interviews, I'm always like, yep, soul sister, right there, my Gemini in front of me, and guess what? I'm a rising Gemini, so there we go, connection. Mm-hmm. What, are the, so what are your other signs before we leave? Because I know everyone's curious. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cancer moon, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh, Oh, there we go. All right. Well, guys, it has been such an honor having you on the show today. Remember, go forth with a stride in the rest of this Mercurian retrograde season. We've got your back. And so does the Sage app. So if you need some comfort, head on over to the App Store and download the Sage app. All right, guys. Until next time, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Peace, love. Ciao.